Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. Excellent, excellent. The cocktail of the week this week was sent to us by a friend of the squad, Hannah. Hi, it's Hannah. called the Malortuary. <laughs> I like the name and I like the concept because I like Malort. It's just a Miller High Life with a shot of Malort. <laughs> but it's <laughs> the Malortuary is oh, such a good name. That's good. Yeah. It's a Miller High Life. You drop it in there? Uh, make, listen, I just got it? to see the menu. Oh, and the okay. Me- the menu said High Life and a shot of Malort. That sounds like a just a boiler maker. Shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there you go. That's the cocktail of the week. You asked, he was like, are you making cocktails? What are we drinking? And so you've, you've got a PB Blaster beer right now. Which is pretty good too. Yeah, PB Blaster we... and Mort, Malort might be too much together. <laughs> too much local, too much local color it in conflict. All right. You ready for <clears throat> administrative corner? Of course I am. I'm always, I was born ready for administrative corner. You don't understand. Before there was administrative corner, I was... A part of me wished there was administrative corner, but I didn't have any words for that yearning. It's uh, it's like that Call Me Maybe song. It has the lyrics, <laughs> before oh, you came into <laughs> my life, I missed you so bad. Yes, that, it was just like that. That's me, you that's in administrative me. corner. That's me. I sing that song, except it's about <laughs> administrative corner. <laughs> Call Me Maybe. <laughs> Ooh, there's a lot of flashbacks with Call Me Maybe. That was a big song, man. You guys, that's the speed at which you need to do CPR, by the way. Call me maybe. Yep. The staying alive is like the old advice, but it's actually a little slower than ideal. Call me maybe is good. Man, I think staying alive, at least for me, is imprinted more deeply than call me maybe. And call me maybe, is get I can get there, but staying alive is a... If you woke me at three in the morning, I could, I could pull that one out, but I don't know if I could, I could get call me maybe you cold. Just, you just need to know how fast it is for CPR. I mean, it, sure. Sure. What's next? It's Friday. It, it's Friday is going to be the next uh, CPR rhythm method. No, I mean, I think we got it. Friday, Saturday, it's one. Day. You've never even heard that song, have you? I did. It sounds about like what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I know it well enough to know it's an atonal mix. <laughs> All right. Administrative corner. Last week, we talked about the guy who went for the swim in the Bass Pro Shop Aquarium. And we all felt a little bad because it sounded like he was having some. He was naked. He was absolutely naked. There's much video footage of his nakedness yeah. in there. He wasn't uh, modest naked either. No, he was naked naked. But we were feeling a little bad because it sounded like he was maybe having a mental health crisis. And then um, yes. and a lot of people sent me other video and I'm like, I kind of feel bad. So the update is a uh, man who cannonballed into Bass Pro Shop Leeds Aquarium was on drugs. Damaged police SUV chief said. So I don't feel like not that he wasn't also having mental health problems, but it seems like the drugs were responsible and that makes me feel less bad. Fair enough. Yes, this is slightly more within his control. The 42 year old man who jumped naked into a massive aquarium at Bass Pro Shop in Leeds told police he was on drugs. The chief said Monday. Should I should I try this in the Boston accent, which is getting better? Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, George Aaron Owens of Severit, Sterrett, sorry is facing multiple charges and could face more after his now viral swim. It's obvious from the behavior of Owens that his admissions that he'd been taking drugs and that we must continue to remind the public of the dangers associated with their use. Efforts to reach Owens for comment have been unsuccessful. He was released from the St. Clair County Jail Sunday after posting bond. He's been seen at the donkeys. 
We're thankful that Owens was not severely injured, and hopefully he will at some point take responsibility for his behavior. Which was not very smart. The defendant did not accept any responsibility for his actions, but he states he remembered what occurred. Erwin last week said Owens was receiving mental health treatment after he was taken into custody. On Monday, however, Erwin declined to comment on whether mental illness was a factor in the incident. Police were called to the store at 8.03 p.m. Thursday after receiving multiple calls of a vehicle hitting a pole in the parking lot, a naked man running into the store, and a man swimming in the fish tank. Officers heard a loud commotion and saw the man later identified as Owens in the nature display. Yeah, if this were a drunk college kid doing initiation, it would be I would not have the sad feeling, and I would think it's kind of epic. Owens, the chief said, was jumping in and out of the large fish tank. He was very loudly yelling obscene comments towards (laughs) officers and others inside the store. Owens continued to yell obscenities as officers entered the gate where he was doing cannonballs and diving. It was then Owens plunged from the aquarium to the concrete floor below, knocking himself unconscious. That That was the coup de grace. Like he just that was inelegant at the end. He also was like pressing his junk into the window. Yeah. Not just cannonballs. No. He was completely into it. The officer did not have a view of Owens exiting the tank, so they did not realize that Owens had been knocked unconscious until later, Owens said. What crack police work, you guys. That You guys are so good at investigating. <laughs> the officer's body-worn cameras did not, show the Owen, did not show Owens falling, but numerous citizens released footage from their cellular phones. They sure did. Owens said Owens then rolled over and kicked one of the officers in the groin. He said he wasn't that passed out then, if he's kicking. The officer was in a great deal of pain and pulled Owens away from the area that was <laughs> wet and slippery. Yes. Owens continued to resist being picked up and removed from the store and had to be further restrained <sighs> while being treated outside the store. The chief said Owens was claimed to be on drugs and tried to assault paramedics while they were checking on him. You guys, you got to be nice to the paramedics. Seriously. I mean, also at that point, be nice to the cops because... Why would you kick them in the groin? Like, that's not going to go well for you. That's right. They, may, you know, you haven't actually committed a violent crime. If you, if you immediately sort of go into, well, it was just a prank, and uh, you know, go ahead, take me away. You're going to get a much different treatment than if no. you're resisting and kicking the officer. Kicking the officer in the groin. What the heck? Where do you think? How are you going to win that one? I mean, one of the tenets of Shut the Fuck Up Friday is that you have to uh, just comply and be helpful. You don't have to say anything. Yeah. But you just be helpful. Don't resist because they immediately don't like that. Owen's wife, Owen said, helped police by putting underwear on Owen's while he continued to resist. He's married? He's married. Oh. You got to hold that mic to your mouth when you're making those sounds. The poor wife. Once inside the police cruiser, Owens kicked the rear door so hard that it warped the metal, Irwin said. Oh, what is he, a Marvel hero? The top and bottom of the door is damaged to the point where the door may have to be replaced. Oh, for Pete's sake, police. The defendant was taken and housed at the St. Clair County Jail where they had nurses to care for him because of his combative behavior. Owens is charged with second-degree assault for kicking the officer, first-degree criminal mischief for damages to the police Tahoe, and the parking light pole, public lewdness for exposing himself in public, and reckless endangerment for intentionally crashing his vehicle with passengers inside. Who? His wife. I guess. We are truly fortunate. With the underpants. That our officer was not more severely injured during this assault. The defendant recovered from a very dangerous fall and immediately began to assault an officer and others. 
He was not passed out, guys. That, that does not, that's not the definition of passed out. He damaged the property of Bass Pro Shops in the city of Leeds. He caused a scene that should not occur in public in front of many adults, children, and employees of Bass Pro Shop, the chief said. It was unacceptable behavior. You don't dive into someone's pool or aquarium naked. And there's a bunch of stuff about how the police do risky jobs. So we'll see if that That's risky, tackling a naked dude. He really, boy, he had no place to hide a weapon, guys. You, you know, no, it's not terribly risky. Um, okay. That was administrative corner. I think that was more rambly than administrative corner. Oh, no. All fish updates go into administrative corner. Oh, I think that's great. Yeah. Um, Keeping with the high level of excitement that I have about administrative corner. This is great. I, I have another thing for you. Excellent. That I, I unfortunately didn't write down. I just sit here and I get super entertainment. This is this is really a good deal. So I we've done say. the butterboard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, do we've done it. I'm sick of it. Board, a bratwurst board. Okay. So it's a board. Right. It's got bratwursts, um, mustard, sauerkraut, little pickles. What? Uh, what? What? All right. I don't understand the novelty here. Is First of all, this may exist in Germany already. <laughs> <laughs> you just put meat on. You just put the worst on a pl- on a plate, and then it's not a plate though. It's a piece of wood. Piece of wood, but you can, then you can cut it on there. That's not that's not bad. But this is for like a lot of people. There's like ten sausages on there. I like sausages. Would you eat this many? Would you eat this whole thing? Mm, I'd be tempted. It looks <laughs> real good. I mean, I like sausages. Okay. People just wanted your take on it. I think putting things on a board is not automatically bad, but butter is. You don't smear butter on wood. Well, speaking of wood, wood. Here's yeah. our next item. Yeah. Um, this guy is a potter, like he makes pots, yeah. clay pots. Kill man. And someone Kill says, he says, um, you know, people say that uh, porcelain throws like butter, but what does butter actually throw like? So he has it now, a stick of butter, and he's <laughs> made it into a little ball, and he's got it on a pottery wheel. He's caressing the butter with wet hands, he's like he's. Making a little teeny tiny buttercup. He uh, is exactly what he's going to do here. Yeah. He's going to make a little cup. He's out throwing of this a cup, Jen. He's throwing the cup. He is. Um, so well, I had I had that this in art class in eighth grade. You got I to do pottery. Yeah. I never have gotten to use a potting wheel. It's a skill I would like to. It's have. not that easy. No, it doesn't look easy. It looks quite hard. It it's one of those things that once it starts going bad, it's almost impossible to fix. You might as well just lump it back together and start over. Well, he makes a little cup out of this. Look, he's he's like fully astonished. Is it a butter cup? That he actually can throw this. It is, I mean, it is a cup made out of butter. So I think by definition, it's a butter cup. That's what their songs about this butter cup thing. I think that's about the flour, though, maybe. Is it not about a cup made out of butter? This is a cup made out of butter. Well, I thought the song was about the butter. There's a flour? <laughs> Called a butter cup? Get out of here. Also a princess. Get out of here. How big is this thing? He's making it real close. Oh. Um, well, look, I, bless his heart for goofing around in a skill that he obviously has, because that was a pretty decent. He did a good job. T- uh, yeah, as as making a cup. It's an inappropriate material. <laughs> and I maybe I still don't. I think he's disrespecting butter, but then I like the butter sculptures a lot. He literally just sculpted butter. He into made. A cup. He found a new way to sculpt butter, so I think it's okay, since he's he's accepting that he's not using it for food anymore. He I did guess. take a bite out of it at the end. I know, but that was sort of cute. I think he was, I give the guy some cut the guy some slack. I just the 
I think if you once you've decided it's not food anymore, you can't go back to making it food. I don't know exactly. Like the candle is it's not food anymore if it's a candle. So then what are you trying to eat it with? Why are you trying to eat it? Same with the board. If okay. you slap it on wood, you've made art, concept art maybe about, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> you know, everything dies and decays and and goes rotten and and curdles. But then you can't eat the butter. It's you don't eat the art. We're going to come back to this theme. He made art. Don't eat it. We're going to come back to the theme of impermanence and entropy in uh, Taste of oh, the Oh, you just summarized it so well. Impermanence and entropy. Yeah. Everything decays. Yeah. Yeah. This could be a Damien Hurst thing. Okay. Um, it's time for dog updates. I like the guy. Oh, okay. I'm okay with it. Just don't try to make it food again. Got it. I have food boundary issues. Okay, go ahead. Uh, dog updates are pretty brief this week. You were up in Maryland, so you probably don't have too many. Um, nope. Short snaps. You got to see cheddar cheese. I did. He's a, he's a big man. Yeah, he, he is. He is a big man. I still like him. Yep. You yep. can follow Cheds on uh, Instagram. He's Cheds Big Cheese. I know. He has a pretty freaking good life. Yeah, he does. I got to say, since we're not campy people, camper... We don't camp. Camping camping people it's really me you camp. we may be campy i mean i'll accept camping but it's you know showers are nicer than Mm -hmm. not showering Mm -hmm. toilets are better than not toilets absolutely that's true so like yeah i can sleep anywhere including in a tent but it doesn't mean it's the best yeah would i do it if i had to yeah do i enjoy punishing myself sometimes yeah but that's more for therapy than for (laughs) lifestyle choices yeah so he gets to do, but he goes on trips and he walks around and he has cheese samplings. The guy's yeah. doing pretty well. He sure is. I gotta say, no regrets for him. Indeed. No. Um, I was up in Maryland. I was not here. I missed you terribly. All I did was cry. That's not true. Which None we of can't true. put on the videos. You literally were gonna stay in extra crying night. and sobbing <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> Wet none pillow these, every night. No, none of this <laughs> happened. <laughs> I wait. I was not gonna stay another day. It was would have been wouldn't have been disruptive if I had, but I didn't. I was like, Ingo, do you want to stay an extra day? Oh you can. God. And he was like, Ooh. I drove maybe. my butt off yesterday. Literally, I have no butt left. Oh, well, you did a good job. Thank you. Um, I took Vink up to the oncologist this week. This is her off week, so she did not actually get chemo. That was the plan. Um, she was getting checked. She was getting checked. So for her future off weeks. So it's four weeks on and one week off. We don't need to go in for her future off weeks. This was just to make sure she responded okay to the previous week's drug. And she did. Um, It was like not great news the week before because her lymph nodes were bigger. But this week her lymph nodes were smaller again, which is good. And we got a new anti-nausea medicine for her that I think is helping with her eating. So and so are the extra chicken bits we put on there. But I think generally she's more into it now too. Canned chicken is kind of a miracle food for dogs i've crumbled up chicken meatballs too same that's effect good. that's good same chicken adding flavor now she was doing dead bugs so she seems pretty happy with herself yeah that's about it for dog updates though um feta continues to get bigger mm-hmm. what's up with that can can you put an halt to this i thought we agreed that she was going to stay small gotta work on the head no, it's working on the head. <laughs> you got to make it work on everything <laughs> else. The head's real small. We, st- we got to grow the head then. <laughs> Little funnel head. I've been back for, what, a day, and they've been swimming pretty much all day. It's been pretty nice. 
catching up on the swims they it's didn't been get pretty with nice me. i mean it wasn't terrible for me either but they seem to all enjoy it it's been there's been lots of waterworks <laughs> i fed my fish again they're yeah. still here i'm glad to see that that's good we do have a pelican who's eaten some of them oh no never mind oh no <laughs> the pelican okay feta you've got to bark every time the pelican gets close oh and my God. see if you can distract him but then when i after i fed the fish i led the i left the lid open to the fish food and i came back to find uh remy's head in the <laughs> fish food container snarfing that stuff the fish down. food is is dog food it's just so old it's, dog it's like food. old you know hopper dog food and stuff so it's not bad it was just like yeah it was like a, a construction site it was like a backhoe digging into <laughs> <laughs> digging into this this bucket of dog food Yango came up and he's like listen for remy's second dinner make it small very real small <laughs> <laughs> one nugget yeah <laughs> Yeah, but he seemed pretty pleased with himself. But once he wasn't nagging you about dinner, second dinner. Yeah, everyone else seems good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job keeping him alive while I wasn't here. I gotta say. <laughs> Thank you. It ha- you haven't quite, you know, installed the iron discipline that you that you might have. They still seem pretty chaotic, I gotta say. They're, it's so funny. Like, they're just so mellow when it's only me and them. And then you got home oh. last night and they went like batshit crazy. Like, and sometimes. Like, Why are they like this? I'm like, it's because you're here. <laughs> sometimes I call and it's like eight o'clock and you're like, yeah, they're all still sleeping. And I go, oh, why is it? Why do why do they get me up? Fed, I'm looking at you. Why do you get me up at 630 every morning? She's like, hey, because hey, <laughs> I can. Because <laughs> I get bored. Because the lady's like, go lay back down. Because the lady doesn't, you know, get out, g- jump out of bed when I when I look at her. Yep. Yeah, Feta, I turn around. I, somehow I open my eyes and there's a little Feta head going, hey, 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 <laughs> what's up? <laughs> that That's all it takes. I don't need an alarm. I just need a little Feta head. She doesn't bark. I mean, to her credit, she's not doing much. Nope. Um, yeah. The dogs are good again this week. Good. Uh, Taste the Keys this week, picking back up on our other theme. Um, the Tibetan monks are back in Key West. They come visit every year or two. They're making a sand mandala. and then they I didn't know what a mandala was until this. I mean, I've heard of the Mandela effect or a man, man, mandala effect, but I don't know what. Now I know what That's it is. That's the Mandela effect, like Nelson Mandela. Oh, really? Yes. Is he, are you serious? It's the Mandela effect? Yeah, it's named for the... I thought it was phenom- named after this thing. No, no, no. Oh. The Mandela effect is that a lot of people have a very clear memory of him dying. Dying in prison? Uh, Like in the 90s. Yeah. He did not. No. But they're absolutely convinced that it happened. And so it talks about like... It's it's sort of to talk about like parallel realities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I know what the but yes, it's effect is, but I, d- I always thought it was mandala, no. like this thing that the monks are making. But I never knew why it was called why it would be called that. There you go. It's like this weird flower pattern thing. Yeah, and then they're gonna dump it in the ocean. Oh yeah. Yep. Why? Because they spend like all week making it, and then they sweep it up and dump the sand in the ocean because it represents impermanence. You can spend all this time. You make this beautiful thing, but an entropy. Throw it out. An entropy, exactly. You would be into this. I kind of am. It does. It does hurt me. But does it? Uh, that they like spend all this time making this beautiful thing and get rid of it. Like, yeah. What say if say they put it in a contractor bag? How would you feel about that? <laughs> like, but I was gonna say, better? like, I kind of try to embrace exactly this. Like, th- you know. You do. You're like yep. this does not give me joy anymore, and it's taking up space. So, contractor bag for you. 
Yeah, I think the difference is like I don't do exercises of like intentionally like put a lot of effort into a thing to then get rid of it at the end. Hmm. But I kind of go halfway to like, is this a thing that needs to be gotten rid of? And I can disconnect from all of the effort and stuff went into it. Yeah, hear me out. Yeah. Cakes. Cookies. Yeah. Soup. You're, You're listing things I make. You make, but then you don't like keep them for a week either. Or I mean, if they I eat a lot of or if they're things. slightly imperfect, you're like, eh, I can do better. If I make cookies that suck, I throw them out. They make a Mandela that's perfect, hmm. and then they throw it out. Like theirs is an intentional exercise to make this thing sure. very carefully and that's perfect and beautiful, and then intentionally get rid of it to show that everything is impermanent fades and nothing lasts and uh, the world is a terrible it's place not, it's no no it's not dark <laughs> like that that's why i'm not a tibetan monk correct yes uh but yeah i don't i don't go so far as to like intentionally create with the plan to then quickly destroy to feel the impermanence but i am good at destroying or getting rid of things without emotional connection to the effort that went into making them and just like assessing do these need to be impermanent now yeah you don't you don't have you don't assign a fake value to permanence or or something like that very little sentimentality with me impermanence doesn't make you sad or anything no that's right we're all gonna die man the tibetan monks had the lhasa apso dogs the little ones yeah with the long hair Yeah, yeah here they have bows there they were watchdogs they're like bred to have really good hearing interesting and they would have these little Lhasa Apsos and they would bark when someone came. And then the bull mastiffs that they also had oh. <laughs> would be like, oh, okay, now I go into action. So wow. it's like these little alarm bells. <laughs> and they're like, I'm going to call my big brother who's going to mess you up now. Yeah, that's <laughs> so pretty cool. And imagine trying to mess with like a Tibetan monastery and you're like, oh, the dog's, bo- oh, it's a Lhasa Apso. I don't have to, wa- uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tap tap tap! <laughs> it's it's the bull mastiffs. So, they had a two two level alarm system, <laughs> alarm and deterrence I system. I like it. Yeah. All right, it's time for German word of the week. But oh, I have a German word of the week interrogation. What? what, what? Okay. I am I am flummoxed by this development. I'm not ready for this. I did not prepare for this. I have had this question. I also feel a little defensive already, but go ahead. <laughs> I had this question since I was in high school. Oh. Okay. The word verkehr means... Verkehr. Verkehr means traffic. It sure does. Verkehr. Mm-hmm. Also, it means traffic, yes. W- yes. The word geschlechts means gender. Mm-hmm. And the word geschlechtsverkehr, gender traffic, actually means sex. Is that on purpose? That like sex is kind of like traffic between the genders. Like, oh, these genders kind of smooshing up into each other. Geschlecht also can mean genitals. So it's genital traffic then. Uh, that's better, right? Yeah, I like it. If you think of Fakir as interaction, then it makes a little bit more sense. It's not just traffic, right? It, it kind of has, you can also use it in a sense of... Okay. There's there's traffic between or there's the, the not traffic mm-hmm. interaction. Mm-hmm. There's interaction. I, I mean, genital interaction is a funny compound word for sex. Yes, it is. It well, it would be classic German to be saying like, <laughs> "You're rubbing <laughs> bits." You know, they're like, "Okay, well, we're going to describe exactly what happens 
just not even metaphorically. Between the genitals, we, we, we do not need to invent a new word because there are things we have together, verbs and nouns. We put them together as a verb, 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 word, word, word. What? What? Well, I like yours, Geschlechtsverkehr. Have we had that? We may have had that before. I don't know. I, I mean, it doesn't need to be the German word of the week. Yeah. But I, somebody, uh, many people, Geschlechtsverkehr is sexy times, and some, and and oftentimes you can. You could abbreviate it if the context is right to just say fakia. Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. The people sent me one of those videos. There's a new one with the people saying like the word in like English and Spanish and Portuguese and Italian. Oh. And then the German person gets to say it. So it's like sex, sesso, sexo, fakia. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is one with like actual people and they all turn and like the Italian guy's like, what is it again? <laughs> and she's geschlechtsverkehr. And he's like, huh. <laughs> They kind of look at each but other. But in Germany, if you said sex these days, they would all understand it. They've really borrowed a lot of the easier words. Unlike the French, they they do borrow the easier words. All right. Well, you can still do a German word of the week, but I that video reminded me, like, I have wondered about this fucking thing since I was in high school, and now I'm going to interrogate Ingo about the traffic. Speaking about un- how unsexy the Germans are, um, <laughs> my word is abheften. Ab. Heften. Upheften. Upheften. Yes. Upheften. Uh, to heft upward. Yes, in a way, yes. Oh. It's to file. You, it, a heft is a, a folder or a file or a, a magazine. Uh-huh. And upheften is to put into the file. To, okay. To, and this is just, it just describes what so many Germans did. When I was at the German school, Germans take a document, and almost every document is considered to be, they consider it to be um, a formal, like, you know, written act. So they always, they put two holes in, they hole punch it, and they put it in a folder. Mm-hmm. That's upheften. Okay. That's it. Oh, okay. That's it. They also put documents into plastic <laughs> envelopes <laughs> to preserve them. Of course they do. Yes. It's... It, they're very they really took good care of paper i bet i bet that hasn't changed that much with digitalization all right well fed is standing at the door vink's barking in the kitchens that means it's time to wrap up the podcast but i don't want to deprive you of ingo corner if you want to say stuff and have me not tell you that it's boring oh um thanks for all the birthday <laughs> wishes and thanks for all the cards and thanks for all the support we think you're great excellent there you go all right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. And until next time, Slava Ukraini. And don't bet anyone unless they ask you to. That's right. Bye.